Hey, what's happening, Citywide fam? Uh, we have a fun-ish, we're going to call it fun-ish episode of the podcast today. Uh, it's everyone's favorite subject, email and administrative organization. So this episode was put together and designed to help get new team members on track out the gates so that they understand the how and the why, as well as to refresh anyone that's you know maybe colored outside the lines a little bit um, in how they handle their organization so that they can get it back in line with the expectations for whatever their role is uh, here at Citywide, especially in ops. So uh, chat, can you believe that you have received this honor? Is this a trap? It is not a trap, but I'll welcome you anyway. And with that great vote of confidence, say let's go. <laughs> so email organization, if we don't execute well, what goes wrong? We drown. Uh, we, we will miss things that are important. Uh, we will not reply to a client, IC, or teammate on time. We just effectively cannot do our job. Yeah, I mean, that's a good, succinct, general thought. Like, that's pretty much it. So I think it's real good feedback. And, you know, I thought this would be a good moment early on to just call out and kind of confront that we have no idea what your email habits were before you came to work here. Uh, we have no idea what your previous company's expectations were. Uh, but we just know that in general, most people don't operate as efficiently as we do on email. And they might not even have response requirement timelines like we do. And so we thought this was really big to just treat everyone the same and make sure we all get on the same page. So uh, Chad, I'm just gonna kind of rapid fire some questions at you. And this is where the trap comes in, by the way. So answer as fast as you can. And uh, I'll give you some feedback if you're wrong. So uh, email file folders, how many should someone have? The fewer, the better. How about a number? Too scared? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For an FSM, give me a guess. How many do you think they should have? Less than 20. Less than 20 is a good answer. I'd say maybe even fewer than 15. Um, but why? Uh, it saves time and with our search features on our, on our uh, email, it's pretty easy to pull things up. Yeah, I mean, the most common thing I see is new FSMs want to have a file for every single account. And it's nuts. I see that look. It's because you argued with me and were dumb and did it and then I fixed you. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you got 80 clients or 100 clients when you become a bigger, more seasoned FSM. It's just, it's a mess. It's not worth it. So, um, all right, let's move on. How long do you get to respond to an email from a client? If they're mad, it's got to be quick. So within 30 minutes, uh, but about an hour is, is kind of a general idea within an hour. Yeah. And even if you don't have the answer, email them anyways and say, hey, I got this. Let me work on getting you an answer back. So just make sure we get back to them. What about internal emails from like our admin team or maybe your supervisor, which happens to be me? Yeah, uh, really quick, no. Uh, whenever it makes sense uh, without interfering with your own time or your route, but you, you do need to get back to them so they can button up things on their end. Yeah, how often should your supervisor have to follow up with you on an email that they sent expecting action? Never. This question wasn't planned, but how often should an admin member have to ask you? Uh, a second time to follow up on email. Never. Is one more important than the other? No. No. I, I am not more. I would probably argue that most of my emails are less important than the ones that come from admin. Um, so no, at the end of the day, like we should never miss it. It might sound harsh, but it's dead on. Like manage your inbox. Because um, if you can, it's going to make me wonder a little bit about the rest of your organization. So, all right. When you've got an email that you've sent to an IC or maybe your night manager that requires work to be done on like a future date, could be OS work on the future, or they could owe you just a response back and you're just waiting for an answer, what do you do? 
uh, I CC myself on it. So when it hits my inbox, I click it and put it into the meeting uh, button into the calendar uh, with the event details, already information that's already there, future dates saved, and then I send it. Okay. Yeah, I also, sometimes we need to put it in a CRM just to decide if it's a complaint request or an OS request, we gotta make sure we put in there as well. Um, and a little bit technical on I click the meeting button. If you don't know what that is, we'll show you. Another way you can do it is you can take the email and literally drag it to the calendar icon and that'll pop it up, but then you still have to type everybody's name in it that you want copied. All right, uh, if you don't do it, what happens? probably miss out on whatever work it is so not good not good is accurate uh, I learned to copy myself on emails my first day at citywide and I still do it um, if anything requires follow-up uh, and I don't know for sure that I'm gonna get an answer back so all right last one on email um, how many emails should be in your inbox at the end of a given day and what do you do with emails that maybe have like several back and forths on the exchange well, the number depends, uh, but likely you want to keep it 15 or lower. Uh, really, you want to shoot for no scroll bar on your inbox, um, if possible. Uh, and then go by deleting your old ones in, in those back and forths and keeping the newest one in your inbox and go off of that one. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, that's literally dead on. It's how I really expect people handle things. Um, and it's just, it's so important. And 15 might not be the right number. What I would challenge people on is they might say, well, I've got these eight jobs I'm waiting for feedback on. Well, sometimes just for your mental sanity, those eight jobs might make sense to copy them, paste them into a calendar event with a follow-up date a day or two from now, just so that you can get those eight emails out of your inbox, but you still have all the details. So uh, shoot, I lied. One more thing. Uh, what's the first thing you do with your inbox when you do get in for the day? If you're out on your route, you come into the office, you sit in front of your computer, you got 45 emails, you pull your... I was going to say pull your hair out. Uh, other people pull their hair out. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Clean up your inbox. Uh, the best is to start from bottom up. So go to the older ones because they've been sitting the longest. Uh, and then keeping the newest ones, as previously mentioned. Um, do the fastest tasks next to get the count lowered. So the things that are the easiest ones to do uh, or that are more time sensitive and then go back at the bottom of it and work your way up. Uh, try to get your inbox from 45 down to 22 as fast as you can and just feel better about what's in there. Yeah, I, there's a FSM that's currently here that uh, I'm sure when uh, they hear this, they will say, yep, that's me. And their comment was every day they would drive home from their route panicking and say, I'm never gonna get it done, I'm never gonna get it all done. Then they'd sit down and work for an hour and they follow this process, bottom up, easiest first, and they would go from whatever, 48 emails down to 18. And just like, oh, okay, I can manage my day. It's been an hour. I guess I can sit down and have lunch now. So uh, you know who you are, you know who you are. All right, uh, let's shift gears, we're done with email, CRM. People learn how to use it. They put in inspections, complaints, they put in requests, they do OS requests. Are there a couple of common things that you see your FSMs overlook that end up leading to issues? Yeah, the, there's three main ones that I see. Uh, the first one is they forget to resolve uh, complaints or requests. So once their night manager switches it over to resolve, they just let them sit in there. Even though they're done, they followed up with the client, uh, they tend to let them build up and make their dashboard really messy. 
the other one is when you put in an inspection, mark the previous ones complete by clicking that little gray box off to the right side. Um, that will close those out. And actually in our system, I think it actually shows what we've closed out. Um, so we want to stay on top of that. And then the other one is inspections, uh, making sure you put in inspections <laughs> in case you're at a building where you don't get uh, good service. And then uh, not using the request features for nights one through three on either new starts or restarts. Yeah, okay. So just real fast uh, on marking the inspection complete, it seems like a really minor thing. You're in there, it's right there, push the button, but for whatever reason, people don't do it. Um, I've also seen scenarios where like, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I've clicked that box and I go to the building next week and it's there. I don't know if it's a service issue or what yeah. it is, but we do have Kirsten on the back end. Once a month she goes in and anything that's more than like two weeks old, she marks it complete no matter what, just so that we always have a clean slate because what our ops team doesn't realize is those are considered tasks and sometimes they show up for the salespeople and kind of clutter their work. So if we have thousands of them, it's really gonna mess with the salespeople. So instead, we might have dozens or maybe low hundreds when Kirsten goes to mark them complete, but we want that to be as few as possible. So, um, okay, so back to all the stuff you just listed. Does anything that you mentioned take much time? No, the, the longest would be setting up those one to three nights uh, for your new starts or restarts. And really it's the first one you set it up and then you can set in CRM, create the first one and then you're already there. Uh, so create the nights two and three, it takes about 20 seconds a piece. Yeah, I think I don't have time is such a, um, just kind of a, a default answer people give and it's like, come on, this isn't a time issue. Yeah. Do it, time it, it doesn't take long. Um, okay, so I've asked all these questions. You've lived this out and you continue to kind of live out these answers while teaching them to your team, right? Yep. Yep, good answer. <laughs> um, so as I've always said, a clean inbox is a happy inbox and it's honestly the only way to truly stay organized, right? Yes. Well established. So have you ever seen anyone succeed organizing their own way? No, then uh, I'm not just saying that to make you happy. Uh, Confident response, um, but no, I, I've seen one. They don't work here anymore. It was remarkable what this person could do, but there's literally only one. So, all right, this stuff does matter. Um, these habits may feel or seem militant. Uh, they're not intended to be micromanaging little things. They are really just expected to be treated as process because I think email is such a big driver of what we do compared to maybe some other organizations. So our goal here is to make sure you're set up for success and to truly avoid unnecessary overwhelm that will come if you let these things pile up. So, all right, I think we have covered some of this content in a previous episode about head trash, but I wanna give this kind of its own unique uh, episode again and make sure that we've really thoroughly covered it. So is there anything else, Chad, that you think we've missed and maybe wanna close the loop on? I just wanna hit home the idea of keeping your inbox clean. Uh, emails can seem like quicksand. And if you leave unresolved or deleted, uh, haven't deleted or uh, haven't filed things, it's going to look like your mailbox is full and they're not going to stop coming in. So if you're not taking care of your inbox, you're going to start falling like you're feeling like you're falling behind and falling behind and falling behind and you just can't come out on top. So get ahead, stay ahead, or just hope for a server crash and lose all your emails and start from scratch. Not, not happening. That's done in, in the past. What was that, August 2022, something like that, 2021? Can't remember. I think it's been August 2022. 
All right, well, during our, our kind of practice and prep for this, there was a whole subject about Dewey Decimal System. We're going to let that go for the sake of time. So you're welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening. Um, please make sure you implement these skills. If you got any questions, go grab your supervisor. And if your supervisor can't help you, hit me up, and I'll have a talk with your supervisor. Right, Chad? Yep. All right, have a good day. We'll catch you all in the next episode.